Hey guys, good morning. Just wanted to record part two of the great news of Revelation, which if you look at Revelation 1, we will hear in a second. It's really to make clear the unveiling of the anointing that saves all. <clears throat> and there's not, no impending doom or or anything negative, etc. There literally is no bad news in the good news. And so uh, I promise you it's just wrong and misinterpretation in the fourth century of, of the Hebrew. And I'll probably do a service just to uh, showing where even the like the Greek fathers recognized that the original uh, what we call the New Testament scripts were were written in Hebrew originally and translated. you you always see when I look at the words from Hebrew, from Hebrew, from Hebrew, you never see um, in the New Testament. This is a Greek thought that uh, the Hebrews adopted. It's just never that way. <clears throat> and so anyway, just then uh, the reason I'm sharing those things, I would much rather you experience God than debate theology in the book, etc., because a book is nothing other than the writings or the words that are that are cast out of man, which is the first birth, the, the old covenant, the physical man, which fades, and then the new covenant or the new birth, which is the spiritual uh, seed of God within every one of us, the anointing of Yahweh Yasha, which is Jesus, and Christ is the anointing oil, the rubbing on of oil, that uh, gives life to everyone. And it's the, it's the showbread, the bread that you can see or in the day, of the first covenant and there's the night bread or the the one without labor where in hebrew night was the time where there was no labor or the hidden or the secret place that uh, the bread that's unleavened that you can't see <clears throat> and so anyway i just want to let you know there's nothing to fear there's no impending doom um uh, it's been done more to scare people the preppers <laughs> now we could bring that about by the misuse of of uh the spirit of god which is given to us the kingdom and uh, teach people fear and all these different things. But I promise you, it's not there. And so you don't have any, there's no collapsing of the world or um, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, 1 John 4 tells us there's no fear in love. And so if somebody's teaching fear, because it says fear has the idea of torment. <clears throat> so if somebody's teaching fear, they have not been complete in love. And so they're just misinterpreting the good news. God is love, always has been, always will. You were born Imperfection always has been, always will. The writers of scripture were talking about the two love covenants or the ability, the strength of God within the physical covenant and the spiritual covenant in all of us from the beginning. And so uh, <clears throat> um, so this end times that people are talking about in the end, what is the end? God's very intuitive. The end is not the world collapsing and and uh, us all going into a ball of flame. Even the, even the lake of fire, which I'll show you, is this beautiful good news. Fire is the Greek word purification. It says anything that's thrown into this presence of God is literally purified and turned into the same substance as the fire itself, which is all of this wood, this flesh is gets is gets burnt up <clears throat> and, and nothing left but pureness, silver, gold, and precious stones. And so it, it's all about that. And so the end times is just you lit, walking out of this flesh. Now, um, I'm not even going to get into some people are coming like we were never meant to die. Come on, guys. That's silly. You're, you're in for a rude awakening. The old man fades. It's uh, you were naked at one point. <clears throat> and I uh, meaning that you're spiritual, your your true identity, guys, is the spirit of God himself, the eternal spirit of God. And so you're veiled. You were you were naked spirit. And then God clothed you with his flesh garment in with a with a seamless garment knit without human hands. In fact, if he didn't cast you out of the garden of your mother's womb and give you flesh, we couldn't see you because God, you are the tabernacle of God. You are the skin tent of God. <clears throat> so the end times, literally the end, 
is literally you become complete in the anointing. This we lay down this flesh. We always have been, always will, guys. So I don't, you know, as I I don't want to get into all that. It's silly sometimes. You're like, we were never meant to die. Oh, come on, that's a misinterpretement of scripture. You're you really are in for a rude awakening. You're gonna lay down the flesh. So don't tell somebody this is unnatural and mad, man did something bad. God's never changing, guys. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't like that when people tell us, oh, you were never meant to come on. <clears throat> The, the the serpent is the is the Hebrew letter tet, and it was a picture of a snake. And so what it was was great until the fourth century. And uh, uh, in fact, Asclepius is, was the god of healing that heals the nations until the fourth century was replaced with Christian ideology of something bad. And why was it the snake? The snake, because you could lay down the flesh and it still wouldn't die. They didn't see anything like that. That's why he was more cunning. He's like, wow, I can lay down my flesh and not die. So anyway, I just promise you, it's all good news. We don't have to worry about the world collapsing, et cetera. So the end is when we lay down our flesh and we return to this great cloud of witnesses. <clears throat> Hebrews tells us we're, we're carried on by this great count of witnesses of just men that have been completed. We've completed our journey in the flesh. We've laid down the old man. This flesh fades for everybody. We, we came out of the mother's womb, clothed into this world of duality where there's there's good, there's bad, there's love, there's there's hate, there's hot, there's cold, there's depression, there's joy. And the whole journey is God descended into man and clothed himself with man so that we could learn to become God. And that's the journey. So anyway, we're going to return to the eternal spirit of God and, and lay down these clothes, these these uh, these grave clothes. So anyway, that's normal. That's natural. That's how it's always been. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He didn't have a plan A and then a plan B. And I, I, you know, I can't only tell you this so many times. The Hebrew writers were talking about what was right with you through the whole thing, not what was wrong. And so all the wars, all the toil, all of the, the struggles um, was within you. It was between the, the first man, the flesh, the hairy man, and the spiritual man, the smooth man. I promise you that's the, <clears throat> that's the pattern all through scripture. And I'll show you this. Um, let me just show you my screen real quick. And uh, this is a great, this is just one of the places where we see this, um, where we're shared with this. So <clears throat> these warring things. So here's Genesis 25, 23. And this is talking about Rebecca. And it says, he declared to her, two nations are in your womb <clears throat> and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. <clears throat> so uh, New Living Translation says, and the Lord told her, the sons in your womb become two nations. So these are the nations all through scripture warring against each other. From the very beginning, from the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. They'll be at war. They'll be rivaling. And the old, the older brother will be supplanted or conquered by the spiritual man. It says the, old, the one nation will be stronger than the other. The older son will serve the younger son. So the younger son is the spirit, which is going to, uh, Jacob means to supplant. And Jacob supplants Esau, the hairy man. So you see that pattern of the, the first birth and the second birth all through scripture, guys. And it's all good news. And they're talking about, if you understand, the seed cast into the, the garden of the woman returns after its kind, it returns after flesh. But there's a seed of the anointing that saves Jesus Christ in every human being, which creates the life from the unseen. It's the, it's the partaking of the wedding feast of the Lamb or the silent, the silent wedding feast. It's the rod of Aaron that buds all of its own. It's the manna from heaven. And so that's pretty interesting. So anyway, just know that that uh, it's not about it's not about us and 
Soviet Union or some other thing that people see. Look, it's the sign of the times. No, no, no. The end is when we lay down this blessing, you're complete in Christ, guys, and return to the eternal body of God. It's all good news. So anyway, let me just show you this. So even Revelation, um, what do I want to show you? I, I, I just want to take a little bit of time, like I said, because so many people are, are scared and there's no fear in love. You know, I'll show you this is 1 John 4. <clears throat> um, there is no fear in love and God is love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment or torment, it says in New King James and King James. The one who fears has not been protected in love. We love because he first loved us. So anyway, if there's any mention of torment or incoming impending doom or something bad's going to happen, guys, come on. God is this. He's love. You were born in perfection. You return to perfection. You, I'm just telling you, sin and all those different things is a mistranslation of A. Is uh, Most of these things are transliterations where they had a Hebrew word like autos, where it's also him or myself, usually capitalized. It's left tough and ooh i'll show you it's really kind of interesting is the covenant the covenant of god the left so they they took it as a or not with your portion guys you're going to receive your portions you receive this life and the life to come and it says here's his nearness his presence within all of us is for this life and the life to come or the more abundant life it's always been that it's never been anything negative and so the 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 wrong hebrew translation into greek and latin starting around the fourth century really started to get codified really really took away from the 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 hope of the world and it's all good i promise you it's all good so anyway let me maybe just show you uh let me show you you know what i'll start with i'll start with um uh maybe revelation let's see where do i want to go with this um yeah satan cast into the lake of fire now this is really interesting in itself making fear here some of Western Christians had popping as we explain as we, as we share this. What is Satan? What's a thousand? A thousand is the Hebrew letter Aleph, oneness. It's the it's when when everyone and everything is complete, Satan will be released from prison or this bondage. Go read Galatians 4, guys, where it says Abraham and Hagar and Sarah are allegory of the two covenants: the old covenant, the first man that fades, the second covenant, which never fades. That glory never fades. It's the, the spirit of God. And it says, we are in bondage right now. The, the first covenant of Hagar, which everyone is born of their mother's womb, we're, we're bound to this flesh. But when at, in the end times, we are released from this flesh. That's the exodus, guys. That's the freedom. We'll be released. So what is Satan? So thousand, when, when the biggest number or everyone will be complete, Satan. So Satan, <clears throat> Hebrew origin, okay? Well, what, how, what, is, what does it mean in Hebrew? The superhuman adversary of God. Remember, I just showed you the opposites that you entered into this world of duality. The opposites were flesh, spirit, spirit, flesh. They're rival races from their birth. So it's the opposite. So, so look at this. Shin, tet, nun. Well, nun is the seed that, that germinates. It's the number 50. Tet is the Hebrew letter nine. It's the position, it's the ninth letter. And it's a picture of a snake or the endless life. And shin is the fire or the meal. It's the fire. It's also a picture of a tooth where you, you eat the covenant meal. You consume, you devour in intimacy. You consume the seed. You partook of the seed of the endless life is Satan. It's actually beautiful. It's actually beautiful. 
So anyway, I, oh boy, I'm just okay. Anyway, the the seed of the endless life, the, the the second covenant, the marriage feast of the Lamb will be, and you'll be released from bondage. Anyway, and so and then it says, then the Diablos or the 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 casting out of the lower one, which is the the first birth, guys, that was deceived from the will be thrown into the lake of fire. Now let's look at lake. It's really interesting. <clears throat> a lake. Um, if you go look at it from Lehman, the nearness, the idea of a nearness, or the if you go a safe haven or a port, a harbor. So think about if there's rough seas, all you want to do is find the harbor or the port or the safe haven. So you will be cast into the safe haven of fire and sulfur. Well, fire, this is where even the the it's beautiful, guys. It's you know, it says the fire, the heat of the sun, strife trials. Fire is often used figuratively. The fire of God. The fire of God is beautiful. It's love. It's the passion of God for mankind. He's passionate for us. He chases us with his love. The fire of God, which transforms everything it touches into light and likeness with itself. So even if you took Satan as something negative, which it's beautiful in Hebrew, actually. It's the the, the passion of the seed of the endless life, the, the second birth. <clears throat> but even if you took it as something bad, if Satan's cast into the safe harbor of the fire of God, the rest of the God, fire of God, Satan is transformed into everything it touches into lightness, likeness of itself. It purifies, the, like a holy fire enlightens and purifies so that believers can share more and more his likeness. <clears throat> You're transformed into that. Everything it touches, it touches into light and likeness with itself. Okay, so that's fire. What's sulfur? And then you can go back and now you, you start to understand Sodom and Gomorrah and the different things like that too. It's actually beautiful. Properly, brimstone, smoky burning rocks, a sulfurous named for the sulfur smell left by lightning. Figuratively, remember he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning, descend like lightning. Anyway, the it's really beautiful. The fire of heaven, bringing down God's judgment to display his untoppable power. But if you start looking into it, it says equivalent to divine incense. Well, the incense of God, the purification of God. Burning brimstone was regarded as having the power to purify. All this is about purifying, guys. The hay, wood, and the stubble. This flesh is all burnt up, and all that's left is silver, gold, and precious stones. This is the purifying of you. This is the safety and the safe harbor we're all going to enter into, which is oneness. And the, the not that you're separate from God right now, but we are in the many-membered body of God. <clears throat> we descended into this many-colored garments of of all the beautiful races of the world guys and so this this fire and this divine incense purifies us <clears throat> all right so that's lake of fire and sulfur into the beast and the false prophet where the beast and the false prophet have already been thrown the beast is our, our fleshly man the, the hairy man the beastly man the king of the beast we are the king of the beast there will be tormented day and night forever wait a minute one john says <clears throat> uh there is no torment in love so this obviously might be must be something else, okay? Day and night, forever and ever. Day and night is day is the is the physical covenant we can see. Night is where no work happens. It's uh, the uncovenant. So this is the purification of both covenants again. And so, basanos, a tormenting trial or a testing to test metals by touchstone. But it's really interesting if you go look at what's the what's the <clears throat> what is this root? A touchstone, a dark stone used in testing metals. Basanos, a black silicone-based stone uses a, touch, a touchstone to test the purity of special metals like silver and gold. Remember, it says 
all of the flesh, all the wood, hay, and stubble will be thrown into the fire. <clears throat> this this all fades and it's it's purified, guys. And the purity meant when the when the seed of God entered the woman, there's no spot or blemish. She's no longer having her period, and she's she's um, impregnated with life. Well, this is you're not going to have a spot or blemish. The bride of Christ does not have a spot or blemish, meaning you're not you're no longer have an issue of of the period. Why? Because you've been purified. The seed of God has touched you and impregnated you with the life of God Himself. Every seed carries the nature of the Father. So the Father of the flesh is the flesh. You're in this world, but your true genesis is not of this world. It doesn't mean you need to separate yourself from all the the joys and the pleasures of life and be strange and look different than everybody else, guys. Come on, that's silly. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, because it is yourself. <laughs> so, to test the purity. So, this is all about testing the impurity. It says, you know what? You're going to enter into the safe harbor where everything is purified and you're turned into the likeness and uh, um, exact oneness in the eternal body, spirit realm with God forever and ever. And then they start the death and Hades were thrown into the fire. This is the second death. Um, what is death? Second death. There's been a lot of, of the lake of fire. Well, the lake of fire is really good. I just showed you it's, it's uh, everything's going to be thrown in and purified and uh, return to oneness with God. Everything that touches this purification, this purifying passion of God is turned into the likeness of itself. So what is the second death? Just showing you that the end of Revelation here, the second place for the second duo, duo two. What is two? Two in Hebrew is bet. It's the tabernacle. It's your house. So here's what he's talking about. When you're thrown into the lake of fire, this is the death of your flesh. That's it. And if anyone was not found in that written book, of, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Meaning, if you don't know, you're going to get thrown into this book. The, the end writing, the end, the end good news of you guys is, uh, is the writing of God himself, the word of God, which is Debar, which is what enters in or out, in from out of the door is bar son carries the nature of the father. So it's all really good news. Now let me just show you revelation one, because this is where a lot of this, and this is review. I know, but a lot of people um, asked if I would just go a little bit deeper in this. So the revelation of Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Jesus is actually a, a contraction of two Hebrew origin. Yehoshua. It's Yahweh Yasha. So it's Yahweh Yasha. I am and then Yasha, I'm not going to get into all that. I did it in the last service. But anyway, Jesus, it's not like he has the name Jesus on his jersey. So I always tell people, I'm watching the Nebraska Northwestern game here. And uh, it's like, Jesus Christ, he's running out on the field, and that's his name. No, this is the nature of the anointing within man that gives life of God himself. And it's the unveiling of it. But we get this word revelation. And this is where the, the coming doom, the coming apocalypse is really just a really, really bad translation of this apocalypsis. And so let me just show you this. This is kind of interesting. So apocalypsis is the uncovering or the unveiling. So uncovering or unveiling. Um, when we're in this veil of the flesh, we can't see God clearly. So you always see two writings or you see the two verse where, you know, they remove the veil of the bride. And so anyway, um, it's even in, you know, the charismatic, sometimes they, uh, they go in Jesus, Jesus prayed twice. First time he didn't do it quite enough. Cause he still couldn't see. No, the, the first birth guys is you can't, we're God is veiled in this tabernacle of skin. The second tree walking around is can see clearly it's unveiled. You can see this 
who I, who you you really are and your true identity. It's not like Jesus had to pray twice. Even Jesus had to pray twice because he couldn't heal them. That's silliness. That's that's silly. So anyway, <laughs> the, the, the two trees, guys, are just like the two trees in the garden from the beginning. One is you have the covering and you're, you're veiling God. The second one is your, it's spirit realm. It's uncovered. So the apocalypsis, now this is kind of interesting, from apocalypto, but we get this, the coming apocalypse and all these scary things. Guys, come on. This is the re this is the unveiling or to make clear, to show everyone's going to experience this anointing of God and it will be clear to them that they've experienced this second birth, this, this joy and passion of the love covenant of God himself. So apocalypto. So calypto, let me just go to calypto first. <clears throat> um, properly what has been kept secret, concealed, hidden. All right. And then apo is really interesting. I guarantee you apo guys, again, is a, a transliteration like Aleph pay. It's so it's the the Aleph is the strength of God of the covenant of pay is the opening of the mouth. <clears throat> and so Apple, but this is kind of interesting. Uh, a, a casting out away from a casting off. It's really interesting. If you go down this preposition with the genitive from signifying separation. Um, so it's a it's a from or away from a casting from. Now, this is really interesting of its use. And of its use in the New Testament, which the influence of the Hebrew man, Hebrew man, this is like the departing, the fleeing, the removing, the expelling, or the casting of the seed of man. Well, what's man? It's memnoon. Now, this is kind of interesting. If anybody knows anything about memnoon, memnoon, man. Hmm. So mem is the mighty waters of the seed. The mighty waters that incubate and give birth from the seed. Mana. Remember the manna, the manna from heaven? <clears throat> Known in the Bedouin and Sinai Peninsula, a juice exuding in heavy drops from twigs. It's pretty interesting when you, when you start to look at this, because it'll say uh, um, mana. If you keep digging in here, it says like a, it says like a, um, uh, Put it this you don't have to use your imagination too hard to have heavy something that's exuding heavy drops from twigs <clears throat> in West Sinai Peninsula, end of May and in June. It's sweet, sticky, honey-like. It's the it's the the mighty waters of the seed that germinates. It's like heavy drops from twigs. You getting this? So if you if you look at it, Revelation 1. It's the expelling or the casting out of the heavy juice, manna, literally manna, manna, which was concealed. It's the anointing of God from within, guys, is all this is, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, the casting of the, the man, the manna from heaven, which is in the holiest of holies right up here. So anyway, I just wanted to, we'll, we'll spend a little more time with that tonight too, but I just want to give you just a, a little bit more um, you know, like I said, I'd much rather go into how to go experience God and live the life of your dreams. But I, I really, all I wanted to show you with these couple services was there's nothing to fear. Never has been, never will be. God is love. He's always love. And if we would teach people that, that all things are available, everything's available right now. He's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Everything that you could ever desire is already available to you. You, whenever you say, I am, which is Yudhe Vave, which is the Lord, it draws it to you. 
with no effort of your own. It's the seed within the heart, within the, the, the inner man. And the ultimate seed that's going to be is you returning to the eternal body of Christ from the separation, not, not a negative separation in Christian sense, but we were expelled out of the garden, the mother's womb, into these many membered bodies of Christ. So we're, we all have these different veils. It's the beautiful, the many colored robe that all humanity is. We're all, all God in the flesh is what scripture says. I and the father are one. <clears throat> and we return to the eternal body of spirit uh, naked again, unclothed. So it's everything's good though, guys, is you can have anything you desire right now. So fear only keeps you like something. I did something wrong, man. The original man did something wrong. And now God's mad and it threw us out of the garden. Guys, just wrong interpretation of the two beautiful love covenants. I promise everything's good. Always has been good and will be good. Amen. 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 See you guys tonight and tomorrow.